Help me. I am under the water. Hello. Hello. Hello, my friend. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Night Funk. We're back at it again with another. I think my keys just dropped. Uh, sound like breaking glass. <laughs> I was like, we added sound bits. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Stone Cold intro. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, welcome to another episode of the Night Funk. We're back at it again with another movie review. Oh yeah. We're going back to the movies, and we're going all the way back to 2001, reviewing the Ichi the Killer movie. Oh yeah. Now, this movie is one that a friend recommended it to me, and it's based on a manga that I believe ran, um, started, was published in 93 in Japan and released in North America in 98. Now, this... I'll check you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I looked at it earlier. But anyways, Ichi the Killer is a really interesting movie because it took a lot of risks and a lot of different um, creative uh, chances on its cinematography, but it's based on a very, very graphic uh, Japanese manga. Very. And um, it, it, it basically falls in the line of your, like your like Yakuza crime family kind of stuff, but it really leans into the, the more sadistic, violent nature of 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 people. Awful lot of rape. Yeah, yeah. It was like every other scene was just like, "Well, you're gonna get it." <laughs> yeah, and it's one of those things where like a lot of people don't like to obviously watch this kind of content yeah. because of the graphic nature of it. Because uh, I one of the things I did read into, I was you know. Scrolling through a bunch of like, um, like online, um, like comment boards or like stuff like discussing the movie, yeah. and a lot of people are just like, I don't like this movie because all it does is kind of like put, like, it puts a lot of like you know sexual like depravancy like in the limelight, and it it, it could essentially like, you know, I guess I don't I wouldn't say motivate, but like make people feel like this is perfectly fine. And and I feel like that's such a misinterpretation. Yeah, of because like, there's other movies that are just as bad that are out there that are just like, well, you, you could say the same thing as like, oh, uh, hostile. That's going to misinterpret. And a lot of people are going to start fucking hunting people down to kill and sell. Like, yeah, that's fucking stupid. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't always agree. I don't agree with that shit at all. And yeah. a lot of times it's like I, people have a hard time because I've had this argument before with one of my other favorite mangas. Mm -hmm. um, not saying that Ichi is one of my favorite mangas. I haven't read it. I, I do want to read it. I want to see like what the, the big contrast yeah, differences yeah. are because obviously like the way a story is structured like in a comic or manga is completely different than obviously like a movie adaptation. Yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah, because yeah. um, there are some notable differences that I'll bring up later. Um, but... One thing uh, about one of my favorite series, Berserk, that gets a lot of criticism, and they're like, why is there so much, like, essay in it? Like, why is there so much, like, sexual assault? Why is there so much gore in it? Why is why is this, like, why is this, like, such a normal thing throughout the story? And I guess people kind of, like, always try to highlight the bad but not highlight the good. Yeah. And one thing about Berserk that you'll learn very quickly is all that is just a means of world building. Like, it's bringing the fact that this world is very cruel, it's very mm -hmm. evil, and this is just, like, something that's become the norm there. And you're trying to basically illustrate the fact that this is 
horrific. It's supposed yeah. to instill like a fear and like a grimness and morbidity to it because that's the theme of the actual world. And I think the same can be said to Ichi. Like, I don't think it's you know, it's catering to people that love that kind of shit. I think it's more for the fact it's supposed to bring shock value. Yeah. It's supposed to, like, instill, like, oh, God, like, this is fucked up. Yeah. But Also, I mean, you make a movie that has a lot of shock value, people are going to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and plus, I feel like sometimes people are very, like... I don't know. They're very picky and choosy about what is okay and isn't okay. Yeah, they're too because, vanilla. Yeah, because obviously some people will be like, oh, yeah, Ichi's a fucked up movie. You shouldn't watch it because all this and this and this. But meanwhile, one of the biggest shows on Netflix right now is that Dahmer series. And people oh, are yeah. fucking like putting that in the limelight. And for me personally, I haven't even watched it because like I knew about Dahmer in middle school. Yeah. I read up on Dahmer a long time ago. I saw the, the, the early documentaries. I know more... I know enough about him as it is. And then they try to make like, you know, fucking, I don't, I don't understand why people find Evan Peters so goddamn attractive. I don't think he's that fucking attractive. I was like, he just seems like Are a, people simping over fucking uh, Dahmer now. Yes. Oh, fun. Yes. Yeah. You know, a lot I, more people are going to die now because yeah. they're going to be like, oh, he's just like Dahmer. And it's like, you better watch out because he could be just like fucking Dahmer and just kill you and eat you. Actually, I saw recently that um, Netflix got in a little bit of trouble because of the Dahmer thing. <laughs> what they do? Uh, so some people noticed that not just could you find Dahmer under the thriller like category, mm-hmm. it was also under the LGBTQ plus category. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and then people were like, yo, that, that's not, that, but I mean, uh, I mean, there's a lot of, yeah, he was clearly gay, yeah. but I mean, I don't think that's the right categorization. <laughs> They're like, do you like LGBTQ movies? Hashtag representation. <laughs> <laughs> there's not enough gay serial killers out no. there. Well, it's not that they're gay. It's just they're closeted and it manifests into, you know, yeah. just evil because they can't express themselves so they find another way to express themselves and that's you know fucking killing boys and eating them and yeah making penis necklaces it's it's also the fact that i feel like sometimes uh going back onto like the whole like gory aspects of ichi and some of the stuff is like again this is catered to people who enjoy seeing things that are on the more graphic side because yeah. it's compelling to them and it's interesting how creative people can become because the thing uh, the thing I will give ichi like I, I know you and me were talking about it before we started recording but mm-hmm. we're talking about like the pacing is a little bit slow in this yeah the pacing how I think of it if you watch the movie it's it's like you're reading the manga. Yeah, it's it, it has abrupt cuts like they're as soon as they finish the sentence, it cuts to the next scene and they're just immediately starts a sentence. So it's almost like it's running together into one sentence. Yeah. And, uh, and that's probably just how the chapters were split up <coughs> in the actual books. Yeah. So it would just jump from scene to scene to scene, which makes sense in the book. But in the movie, it's kind of like, whoa, hold the fuck on. Yeah, well, actually, I was reading into a summary that was actually doing a comparison between the movie and the manga. And what they will say is the manga does drag a lot out a lot longer because they really do take the time to character build every individual character. And, of course, that's essential for building a good story. Mm -hmm. But you can't always do that in a two-hour movie. It's no different with, like, the original, like, Lord of the Rings trilogy. You can't fit all that lore in three movies. Or even all the fucking... Like now, Marvel movies. They're yeah. long as fuck, but mm-hmm. 
there's so much stuff from the comics that you cannot fit into three hours. And not to mention that there's different timelines, there's different writers, some things are like, you know, Marvel, I've always, Marvel is a fucking um, playhouse of ideas. Yeah, it's and universes. They, yeah, they literally can do whatever the fuck they want. And... And they obviously have always used like the whole multiverse concept of like this is like yeah. this thing. I mean, DC has done that as well a few a little bit, right? No, yeah, they both did. That's yeah. how they explain having different iterations of the superheroes, and yeah. then they do the crossovers, and it gives them more money. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, but yeah, like um, I didn't know this was a a, a manga until you told me. Yeah, so I was like, oh shit, I wonder how how the fucking manga is. <laughs> uh, from my understanding, is people. Uh, you can't really find the manga in stores, um, it, and I I don't think it's because of the nature of the manga. I think it's just because it's really old. Yeah, because back in '93 when it was published. Yeah, it was published in '93. Yeah, uh, I think the specific. I think the original run was from '93 to '98, and um, like there's a lot of older mangas that I would love to find. Um, but the thing is, some things do kind of get lost through mm-hmm. obscurity in time. Because obviously you are always going to have newer stuff come in, pushing the older books out. But unless a book can really stand the test of time as like being like like considered like one of the best. Yeah. You know, like if you go to any bookstore and you go to the manga section, you're always going to find Akira. You're always going to find Akira. Yeah. Because course. it's 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 a classic. You're always going to find like uh Analita fucking battle fucking Battle Angel. Yeah, Battle called, Angel. Yeah. Oh god, that fucking movie. Did you watch the movie? No, I didn't. It was interesting like I guess not knowing much about it going in. I was like this isn't a good movie, but it's not a bad movie. Mm-hmm. There's there's a cool shit in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just creepy because it's, it's that whole Uncanny Valley thing with her. Like, her eyes are too big, but not massive. Yeah. So it just kind of throws off the proportion and makes you be like, oh, you're creepy. Well, she's supposed yeah. to be like an android, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I guess they just really wanted to, like, hone that in. Like, this is, like, this person isn't, like, everybody else kind of thing. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, you see it all over. Like, in the world that they build in there, of course, is, like, people, you see people who are, like, Fucking cyborgs and have robot parts and all this other shit. You know, a movie doesn't get enough credibility, and I I might get some flack for this, Puss but, and I, boots. but I really <laughs> no boots and boots. Denise hated the fact that I watched this movie once because she was like, "Oh, I hate it." I'm what? like, oh, uh, but I was like, "It's actually pretty good if you give it a if you if you give it a shot." Speed Racer. It was all right. That movie is like, but cinematically, I was like, yo, this movie is fucking wild. It's so weird. That's, but that's what I'm saying. Like the, 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 I love when movies really go like, like hard mm. to, in the paint on like trying to make something completely different. And that's definitely a movie that it's cause it's kind of like, like no one expected how good. Uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world was going to be. Oh yeah, that movie was great. But it took so yeah. many creative chances on everything that it turned into a fucking masterpiece. Yeah, it's it's a fucking great movie. And um, the Speed Racer, I think what got me on that was I was like, okay, that's pretty funny. Uh, is with how they do all the cuts, like the old show. Yeah, like they would be like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> ah, ooh. <laughs> But yeah. Also, the fucking races were cool. Like how, like they have like the bubble thing. If you crash, you yeah, turn into a big old fucking bubble. Yeah, yeah. There's so much about that movie that I was like, this is really cool. And uh, there, and I've always been a big fan of like movies that like try 
they just yeah, they just tried to be different. Yeah. Cuz like the thing is you like we're at, we're we aren't like in a odd place in movies nowadays where mm-hmm. like a lot of the big blockbuster films come and go and then it's just kind of like you don't remember them, you yeah. know? It's kind of like at this point like do we really did we really need nine fucking Fast and Furious movies? No, they're cash grabs. Yeah, they're yeah. cash grabs. Apparently the newest one that they've been talking about like um Fast and Furious like X like the 10 the 10th movie, it is by far the biggest fucking budget for any film Jesus. in human history. We brought back dinosaurs. <laughs> it's supposed to be like over like 250 million dollars. They fucking revive Paul Walker or something. I don't know. Jesus. Like, it, it, but at this point, I'm like, why? Like, like here's the thing. I I stopped caring. Like, original the original series was enjoyable. I watched one, two, Tokyo Drift, mm-hmm. and that was about it. Uh, I th- I honestly think that after Fast Five, I just stopped giving a shit. Like, I was like, yeah. this is this is it. Like. Like they don't need to make any more after this. Like, yeah. after, like it's just too much. Well, I never gave a shit in the first. Episode. I was like, oh, cool car movie. It's yeah. something to watch. But it was it was enjoyable because I you love seeing the tricked out cars and all yeah. like the little sequences and shit. Bandoleros. I got family. Shut up, Groot. Bald headed bitch. Oh god. But fucking uh, oh what was it? Just the. The fucking in the first one, I, it always gets me whenever I see the scene is when they like we just boosted this truck and they open the back. It's fucking like CRT TVs and fucking <laughs> like VCR DVD bundles. And I was like, "How fucking old is this movie?" Jesus. Also, the timeline doesn't make any fucking sense. No, it doesn't because they die, they come back, and no, I was never dead. I just ran away. It's like what. Yeah. We clearly saw you die in the last movie. Like, no, I got dragged out the last minute. I'm like, oh, oh okay. Who fucking dragged you out? Mm-hmm. Me, Vin Diesel's brother, uh, fucking John Cena. Because <laughs> apparently they're brothers. Oh, I didn't even. I, yeah, I, it was I, from the trailer. John Cena and uh, and Vin Diesel are brothers? Or is it The Rock and, and John Cena are brothers? I don't know. And then there was the, the Sean Hobbs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was another one. Sean Hobbs. Yeah. That was like a spinoff, which uh, my buddy, he, uh, my buddy, he, he watched all of them. He got bored one day. He was like, I'm gonna watch all the Fast and Furious movies they made and Sean Hobbs. So he watched them all. And then at the end, he made us like a little summary for him. He's like, okay, so they got, they drive fast. It's all about family. And because of Sean Hobbs, they're cyborgs. Because Idris Elba is a fucking like robot cyborg fucking person. Okay. That's why he's super strong. So there's cyborgs in fucking Fast and Furious now. <laughs> I got upset that they were able to cast him as Roland for the Dark Tower movie, and that movie just ended up sucking. Because oh, yeah. I, I, I li- forgot about that. I liked I, like when I first heard about it, I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool that like they got him to be like Roland. Like that's gonna be pretty cool." But then you find out that the movie is just bad and the man in black is just fucking Matthew McConaughey. I'm just like, okay. Hey, man, Matthew McConaughey. I'm just like, all right, all I just, right, all right. I'm the <laughs> man in black. <laughs> I'm going to destroy the multiverse. I'll tell you what. I'm going to destroy it. Destroy it. Good. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like. He was great in Interstellar. 
Yeah, but it's like some of these cash grabbing movies. I was just like, no, just stop. You know, this is just like you think people would learn their lesson after Rihanna and Battleship, but no, they just keep fucking releasing these god awful <laughs> that movies. That fucking movie. <laughs> it was so dumb. The fucking bombs that the aliens threw mm-hmm. were the peg pieces from the big game. If you look at the bombs, it's the it's the big block and then the little stick sticking out of it that you stick into the board of the game. Oh my god. Yeah, and then how it explodes is the little peg goes dink and it blows up. Oh my god! Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and then at the end of the day, old people save the day. They they get a ship that is, I think, decommissioned. So there's no way that it would fucking run, I guess. And no way the weapons on it work. I mean, okay, <laughs> okay. So like, okay, I understand that there is like an audience that wants to watch like these quick movies. Like, yeah. I didn't watch the new um, Top Gun Maverick. I heard it's really good though. I heard I, that's what I yeah. keep hearing. I keep hearing that it's actually a really good movie. But I'm just like, I don't want to give it like the time of day though, because yeah. I'm tired of these overly produced like blockbuster f- films that. That are obviously going to take the um, the attention away from some more like smaller independent films that are yeah. actually way better. And a lot of times these like movies just don't get the, I don't know, they just don't get the attention they deserve. I know there's that one that A24 just put out. It's called Men or something yes. like that. I heard it's really good, but it just didn't get a lot of traction mm. because bigger fucking movies came out around the same time. I still want to see it because I heard it's they filmed it during COVID. So the one, the male guy, the male actor, apparently, I didn't know it. I didn't even fucking notice. He plays most of the men in the movie. What? Yeah. The fuck? Yeah. I was like, what? He was like, yeah. The, so like the, they filmed it during COVID. They couldn't really have a lot of people on set. So they just made him everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also the thing of like, sometimes you have movies that are like, um, I know for a while, all the biggest like fucking um, horror movies that were coming out were yeah. all following the same template of like jump scare here, jump scare well, here. Well, I mean that template's been there since the fucking eighties with the, Nightmare on Elm Street, Jason, uh, Halloween. Yeah, every single horror movie followed the same template because it worked. Yeah, yeah. but I think one, but I think one of the things that you start to notice is when people start doing things a little bit differently. Yeah. You can start to see like, oh, you don't have to depend on the things that have always worked. You can try different stuff and make it different. Because yeah. I remember one of the reasons why I really loved uh, Hereditary was because that movie focused less on jump scares and more on just the unsettling feeling that you get. Yep. Just all the scenes where like the the night turns into day like in a in a second, like not even a second. It's like blink and it's day, mm-hmm. and. At the very end of that, did you see all the people in the fucking woods? Yeah. Yeah, they're just standing there. like Butt-ass naked. Yeah, but if, if you weren't looking, like, like afterwards, you're like, wait, what the fuck was that? Mm-hmm. And then, like, her standing in the shadows or her on the fucking ceiling doing that fucking spider crawl away. Or most recently, when we the last review, when we watched uh, His House. Yeah. Like, all the fucking points in that movie where they didn't really focus too... Like, they, mm-hmm. there were a few, like, jump scares here and there. But they didn't focus hard on that. They focused on, like, just making it feel eerie. Yeah, and they just, focused on the feeling. That's yeah. what a lot of movies need to start doing now. Is that you need to focus on the feeling and not just the, 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 the action in the scene. 
like yeah you can do like they had it in his house his house they the guy got up and the girl was laying there yeah but the feeling of it him like being very apprehensive him being scared already being a fucking boss is sticking his arm in the wall yeah <laughs> it's just like holy shit dude and also, shout out to my boy, Gamero de Toro, with really emphasizing we need to bring back practical effects. Yeah. Because they really do make movies better. I like that about uh, Ichi. They use like the, all the fake like blood and shit. Yeah, going back to yeah. Ichi, there's so many scenes in this movie where you're just like, yo, this movie, like these scenes are fucking brutal because they make you fucking feel the pain. Yeah, the fucking oil. Yeah. There, there's a scene in the movie, and again, like... I do not recommend you watching Ichi the Killer if you're sensitive to very, like, graphic, like, movies. Yeah, I already know a few of our listeners that shouldn't watch this. I'm talking yeah. about you, eh? <laughs> and, uh, but, yeah, there's a, there's a scene in the movie where basically they suspect this one guy of, like, knowing something that they, uh, they're, they're trying, uh, they're trying to find... Uh, they're trying to figure out what happened to their boss. Yeah. Essentially, their boss gets killed, and they mm-hmm. don't know if he is dead for sure. And they're trying to leak information from this guy from a neighboring clan. Well, it's 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 pretty obvious that the guy's dead. Yeah, but it's just the what's his name, Kachi uh, or Kajihiro, uh, Kashihara, uh, Kashihara, Kashihara. Yeah, I think? I think it is. Um, he's the blonde guy with the scars on his face. He 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 is in his head, being like, no, he can't be dead. There's no way he's dead. And he just kind of starts doing his own little investigation, just poking and prodding everywhere. Fucking oh, Kakihashi. Kakihashi. Yeah. It was Kakihashi. Uh, yeah, Kakihashi, he's like the main character um, besides Ichi. Because the thing mm. is, people assume he's Ichi because he's on the cover of all the fucking... Yeah, like, that's what I thought, too. It yeah. was confusing as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I don't understand why they did that, but I think it's because they were kind of uh, trying to highlight that character more because he, mm. he does look badass. Yeah, he he's does. a badass looking character. That's cool. He go, he goes he, he walks into the scene dressed like a fucking G, like yeah. all pimped out in Gucci ass fucking jackets mm. and shit. He's got these scars on his face and he's a fucking maniac. Yeah, he has what's called a uh, it's a Chelsea grin. Mm-hmm. So it's like the sides of his mouth are cut. Just think Joker, but his are actually like full on cuts into yeah. his mouth. He's he he actively enjoys um, pain yeah and he gets a thrill out of it mm-hmm. and he also gets a thrill of inflicting yeah. pain and it's not really a it's not really a sexual thrill either it's just like he it may it just makes him feel good yeah yeah and what you uh and the and the scene going back to the scene we're talking about there's a scene where he basically has this guy who's in, he's in, trying to interrogate for information mm-hmm. hanging from hooks yeah. like, like basically like hooks are lodged into his back and he's hanging from a fucking ceiling and then Eiji comes over and he's trying to get information out of him and the guy's not like talking so he starts poking his mouth with needles mm-hmm. and then he even pokes one like from uh, like yeah. under his mouth uh, like out the top of like uh out, out the top right yeah and then the guy still isn't talking because he swears he doesn't know anything. Yeah. Assuming he probably doesn't. And no, he doesn't at all. Yeah, he like, doesn't at all. Thing. Like he, he's just being like, like everyone's a suspect. And, and then, uh, and then Ichi at the meantime just happened to be making lunch and yeah. frying up some fucking shrimp like, tempura. Yeah, yeah, shrimp tempura. Yeah, it looks fucking bomb as shit. I was yeah. like, yeah, that looks. But then he good. picks up the pot and was like, oh no! Yeah. And then he just uh, pours it all over his back, and the guy's just fucking howling in pain. And, and then, then they like, show it too, like the skin bubbling and cracking, yeah. getting all like crunchy and shit. There's one scene that I thought was really funny. It was when they have that guy just lodged in the TV. Oh yeah, but they yeah. fuck him up. Oh yeah, they kill him. You just yeah. see him like later in 
a, in a different scene where he's like outside by the trash and there's just needles all up in mm-hmm. his fucking head. And, uh, yeah. and then of course there's a bunch of, um, torture scenes. Mm-hmm. There's obviously some very graphic, like, um, there's a, this movie is not for the faint of heart that it right in the beginning, there is domestic abuse that leads straight into rape. Yeah. Um, um, also, fun fact: uh, at the beginning, there's uh, a guy beating his dick at the window, watching this happen. Yeah, and he it's one of away. the most interesting ways to bring up the title yeah. of the fucking thing. Because uh, what happens is the this this fucking random pimp is beating the shit out of his girl, yeah, right? And he's like basically fucking her shit. Up. Yeah, and he's yeah. like essentially raping her, and then he notices that somebody is like outside, and he goes to check, and then he just finds a bunch of semen on a plant. Yeah, and, and then, then the semen pulls up, and then you see the logo of the yeah, movie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, fun fact about that: that's real semen. Yeah, yeah. We just learned that a second ago, and I was like, oh, that's a lot of semen. <laughs> it was a lot. It was like a cup. Like a full-on cup full of semen just dripped yeah. all over this poor plant. Yeah. Probably provided for some poor intern. Oh, He's like, God. we need you to jack into this cup. And it's like, oh, God Do it, bitch. <laughs> I want to be a film director. <laughs> You're going to have to want it. <laughs> all right. I, oh, was the same Weinstein or Weinstein? Uh, what the fuck his name was? Weins, uh, Harvey Weinstein? Yeah, that guy. Oh, God. Yeah. Did, did you see that they dropped some of his uh, charges? No, I didn't. Yeah. What the fuck? Isn't that crazy? I mean, you still got like seven other ones, but yeah. still. Like, how the fuck? <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Fucking Hollywood is weird. And yeah. that whole like predatory shit that people had to deal with. The Like, it's, it's still absurd to me that they literally tried to blacklist Brandon Frazier because he was just trying to speak out on the fucking horrific shit that goes on in Hollywood. The man... Went through some shit. Yeah, and now he's back. He's back, and apparently his new movie, Whale, is supposed to be fucking emotional. He got a bunch of awards. Yeah, it's yeah. And, but here's the thing. I fucking hate the world sometimes. Is Basically, the, the whole point of the Brandon Frazier's whole movie is about a 600-pound man, right? Yeah. And, and it's talking about basically like the rough life that one has to endure being that size. And then it's, it's portrayed in a way to really like make you feel like, like I guess like the emotional distress that comes from like living through that. Right. Uh, But some assholes online were like, I don't like that. They didn't actually get a 600 pound guy and that they put him in a fat suit and they think that the movie is fat phobic. I'm like, okay, come on guys. Like, there's always going to be someone you offend. Like nowadays, it's just like I don't want to say it because then I'm the asshole. But like, yeah. a bunch of snowflakes. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, there's snowflakes on every side of everything. Yeah. And it's man. just like, what the fuck, dude? Like this guy, he's come through a lot of shit, and you're over here still bashing him. It's like, <sighs> I remember, re- but there's also some people that I'd like try to take it too far with saying that everybody is soft nowadays. Because I mean, I think people yeah. forget about like how things were at one point in time. Because I know recently. Um, there's this fucking rapper that comes out of Canada that I a rapist. I fucking hate this guy. This guy is so annoying. He's so lame. Is that McDonald? Tom or? McDonald. Yeah. Yes. He released this whole fucking like video promoting his new album. He was t- talking about like my generation was this way. Your generation is this yeah. right. And he w- he was talking about like uh uh 
this generation censors everything. My generation never censored, like, had everything uncensored. And then some yeah. guy was like, you are 34. Yeah. <laughs> you are 34. Yeah. Uh, You're a part of this generation. Uh, when you were yeah. a kid, you couldn't say shit on TV. Mm-hmm. Being gay on TV television was considered like problematic yeah like what the fuck are you talking about like you're stupid like you're from the era that was censoring rap albums yeah like the literal thing that you do mm-hmm. I've, and, I've heard a bunch of his stuff because uh, uh it's bad mine, yeah a friend of mine got really into him <laughs> yeah god damn yeah no it was oh, not people, it wasn't good no um, it really isn't i actually i don't know if i he gave me, he bought like a bunch of his albums being like, oh, these are going to, you know, these are going to fucking like hit and everyone's going to want them and you can resell them. I was like, all right. And no. Yeah. It was just this guy. Like he was like, oh, check out the song. I was like, that's cool. Cool. I listened to one of his songs and then I was like, okay. So he's really leaning hard on like, I'm going to be the controversial guy that's going to say the truth, right? And then you listen to it. I'm just like, he's obviously just trying to bait people into like, he's arguing. Yeah. He's just trying to find the shock. Like he's no different than fucking like Takashi 6ix9ine, like the fucking, like the, the fucking guy with the rainbow hair. Rapping about gang shit all the time yeah, while and also then fucking like ratted everyone out. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, it, it's just it's it's all the same bullshit. And then yeah. it, not just that, but like if you actually break down Tom McDonald's like rhyme schemes, they're fucking elementary at best. Yeah. They're fucking bad. Like, you're telling me out after all the years of all the fucking amazing MCs that we've had, this is peak hip hop. Get out of here with that yeah, bullshit. And then people are like, oh, I mean, he's still like one of the better like fucking like non like black rappers i'm like there's a ton of non-black yeah. rappers that are fucking amazing and one like in one of his songs he was talking about like how eminem like yeah eminem and me you know we go way back blah 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 we we get in the we're gonna get a put a record together or a fucking song together all this other shit and i think eminem says like i've never heard of you <laughs> <laughs> People need to stop fucking yeah. with Eminem. Like, have you realized that? And if you just if you stop challenging him, he's yeah. too good. And also, I get it. I understand that people want to go after like the one guy that was like highlighted like through hip hop as being like untouchable. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, he's he's fucking great. And yeah, maybe his recent music hasn't been the best, but I mean, he's still talented. Yeah. He can still drop an insane amount of bars, and a lot of people back him. Like, I mean, if for you to get the respect of like some of the biggest names in hip hop, mm-hmm. while also being from a completely different like like world, mm-hmm. as in like he 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 obviously, I mean, he did grow up in a like uh, he was uh, Detroit, right? Yeah he, yeah, he grew up in Detroit, Eight Mile, and then like he uh, yeah, which uh, is. Not that bad of a film. It's, it's no, okay. Eight Mile was great. I enjoyed it. There's some parts that are kind of like funky, but I mean, yeah. it's like you know, I mean, that's an early movie, but like, and then you know, the whole the whole mom spaghetti meme has been thrown around for yeah. fucking years. <laughs> Vomit on his sweater, mom spaghetti. <laughs> Reached to his pocket, mom spaghetti. <laughs> Open his mouth, mom spaghetti. <laughs> no, but it's it's one of those things where like, okay, I. Like, stop. Okay. 
why are people so hell-bent on trying to be some fucking edgelord with no credibility to their name? Nothing else to do. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things about that video that he released, uh, Tom McDonald uh, released, where uh, some guy who's like an, I think he's like a TikTok like a content creator, right? Yeah. Uh, he actually grew uh he's from the same city in canada that he is right and then he uh there's one part he basically broke down that video like uh clip by clip and like the beginning he's just like i come from a generation that like you know we well we fucking drove at 16 worked at 17 moved out by 18 and then uh the guy was like i'm from the same place you are the only way you can drive at 16 is with a learner's permit Mm -hmm. it's like okay you had a learner's permit. Congratulations, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you won. He's like, he's like, the only jobs you can get at 17 is at like a grocery store. Congratulations, Tom. Like, he's like, you moved out by 18? Shocker. Like, yeah. he's like, you're you're criticizing people for wanting to stay and living at home until like their mid-20s? That's a common thing now. You know why? Because rent is expensive yeah. and most people don't have money. Jesus, I was looking at my job. I was looking at one of the companies that we're, um, uh, we're trying to talk to and everything for yeah. like uh, stuff. And they have these rooms in New York that you can rent out for like extended stays and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like an extended stay hotel. But then they also do apartment complexes where you can get one of their apartments that's furnished and has like all the fancy like upscale interior design bullshit and everything. And Jesus Christ, it is, it was a not even 300 square foot room, one room. It had a kitchen. It didn't have a full kitchen. It had a tiny sink and two little electric burners had a tiny fridge. There was a couch that was, it was a, what's it called? A, A Murphy bed. So there was a couch, but then you had to pull the bed down, and that's where you slept in the living room. Hmm. And then, like, a tiny bathroom. And they wanted, what was it, $3,000 a month for that. Jesus. Yeah. It was in New York, so I'm like, I get it. It's in New York. I don't get it because, like, no one should have to pay that much fucking rent somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, but when you live in such a high populace, like, it's, like, almost impossible to find anything. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous like i had a buddy who was talking about uh oh my co-worker he was like oh yeah when i was in new york in the 90s like going to college and everything like that uh he's a lot older he was like yeah i was finishing with college i had this apartment over there uh over in like the uh, i think they call it like the ironworks or something i don't know where the fuck it was called the skillet something like that mm-hmm. um as new york has all those weird like areas and shit hell's kitchen yeah <laughs> no he wasn't he wasn't daredevil he can <laughs> see but um, he had an 80-square-foot room. 80 square feet. Jesus. It had a bed. A little ele- he, he bought a little electric burner, and it had a bathroom. He washed his dishes in the bathroom, and that's what he was doing. He was just living in that room for, like, a, like a couple of years. God damn. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I paid, like, 600 bucks, a, like, in the 90s, 600 bucks for it. A month. Ugh. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck, dude? It's just it's just different. It's a different world. I mean, yeah. obviously, I don't think rent is that bad, like, in, like, metro Atlanta, but it's still pretty bad. Pretty bad. What I mean, I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't say it's New York bad, but it's still bad. Oh, yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but, uh, but uh, for, yeah. For so, the area, it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, like, rent around here, I remember when uh, we were looking for fucking places to rent. 
That shit was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, and then half the places, most of the places don't allow pets. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that's never stopped me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, yeah, we don't have pets while the dog's barking in the car. Like, shh. <laughs> that's a... It's an iPad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back at the movie. <laughs> All right. So, I, I, uh, we talked about the semen. Yes, there's a lot of um, R word shit in there, and there's a lot of fucking um, what R word? Yeah. Rape. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Trigger warning at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or just I don't know. I it, feel put it in the put it in the in the title. <laughs> Think uh, we we really have to like get adjusted to self centering uh, censoring a little bit in the future. Nah, Man, <laughs> uh, we're gonna we're gonna get yanked off immediately from a lot of platforms if we don't uh, clean that shit up a little bit. Well, I mean, all we have to do is uh, add a trigger warning in the beginning. That's what a lot of places things do now. Yeah, I know, but it's like something I mean, we can't say like racial shit. It's just it's just for the sake it's just for the sake of like getting any kind of like internet traction. You have to be careful because like I mean, for the longest time I didn't know this, but people were getting demonetized on YouTube just for saying um, COVID nineteen. Yeah, that was a thing. You uh, YouTube got a lot of shit because um, people started calling it. Um, uh, who was it? The the game grumps. They started calling it the Backstreet Boys tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and then everyone just called it random shit. The Backstreet Boys reunion tour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that shit was actually really funny when yeah. they did that. Um, I mean, we can always go back and just censor. That is future. true, yeah. but that just requires even more work on top of that. But no, anyway, <laughs> I'm, I'm a fucking I'm a lazy fuck. Okay, uh, let's just leave it at that. Yeah. But no. But yes, back to Ichi the Killer. Like the thing is, there's so much about this movie that needs to be broken down. But it's one of those things where, like, I feel like you really have to watch the movie yeah. to appreciate something. Because you can obviously talk about like, oh, they've really made some like some creative choices with the yeah. way like the, the 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 movie was filmed, the way it was structured. Like, obviously, uh, again, I think the pacing is like the thing that it struggles with the most, but. You need to take if you watch this movie, you need to take it in bits. Yeah, but yeah. I, but I think the the reason I think the I think now that I think about it, I think there's a reason why the pacing it is the way it is. Is it really gives you a moment to breathe from the really fucking big scenes? Well, not even because it just jumps it jumps straight into the next scene. Like usually there's a like a like a filler scene like of uh, you know the city traffic, people walking down the road. Yeah, just uh like literally stock stock footage. Yeah, to just kind of give you like all right, now we're gonna move you to the next scene. But yeah. no, this one was just like straight into it. Yeah, but I kind of like that. I kind of like when people are just straight to the point with some stuff. Like, because the I thing do is, too, but it's just for a movie for me, it just makes the pacing kind of difficult. That's why I was like, like kind of dipping in and out of the movie because I was like, all right, this is just getting a little weird because they, they were throwing multiple storylines at you very fast. Yeah. And then all the jumps, and then some of them were like, it was kind of confusing at points because you're like, oh, so, you know, like in the beginning, like, I didn't fucking know that was an Ichi. Yeah. So you're like, oh, so that's not Ichi. This is Ichi. Also, yeah. fun fact, Ichi means one. And then the guy that is actually Ichi, his suit has a big giant one on the back. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it's just, to me, they could have structured it better and made it. I, I understand they didn't do it because they wanted to fit as much as they could into the movie. Mm-hmm. But... 
they need to pace themselves. Yeah, that is yeah. true. But but it's one of those things where I like to think of, of like, I feel they probably did the decisions they did for the sake of, like, what they were going for. Like, they wanted it to be, like, oh, God, like, this is yeah. really coming at you, like, fast. Also, budget. Yeah, budget, too. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, the, the, the movie itself just takes a lot of different, like, creative chances, mm-hmm. which I will give it that credit, even though it some of them are questionable. And, and I feel like uh, another thing is, like, I feel like you also get lost very quickly because um, the movie is in Japanese. Yeah. You're reading subtitles. Mm-hmm. And then also when you're American and you fucking forget, you don't. You're not familiar with a lot of common like Japanese names. You get you get start getting confused yeah. on who's who. You know. It's luckily, Shiro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Luckily, some characters have some pretty simple names. Yeah. Like obviously, Ichi's like the simplest name, and then like the old man character, his name is Gigi. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you know, uh, Kakiashi. Yeah. That's even his name. I keep getting that wrong. Yeah. Like I have to, I have to keep checking my phone to make sure. Um, yeah, Kakihashi. Yeah, Kakihashi. I was right. So Kakihashi, he's the main character, you know. But like, you only hear his name a couple of times. Yeah, that's he's... the thing that confused the fuck out of me. And then once they called him that, like openly, someone that said like Kakihashi, yeah. I was like, oh, you're not Ichi. Like, okay, that makes a lot more sense. And the thing is, like, it's also one of those things where like, um, I, I feel like the pacing is also done in a sense to kind of bring this kind of like overwhelming overwhelming feeling to yeah, it, yeah. you know? It's kind of like um, one movie that did that very well, like just giving you like this fucking anxious feeling the whole time you're watching it was um, that Jim Stones movie with Adam Sandler. The, the, so the whole movie, uh, that whole movie is all about like Adam Sandler's like this jeweler, right? Who is basically a gambling addict, uh, okay. and the whole movie is just him going, going, going. He's he's making deals with like you know um, famous NBA stars for like money, uh, for like you know like for like expensive jewelry and shit. He's borrowing money. He's setting bets. He's losing bets. He's losing money. He's got he he's got a. Um, like uh like a a very attractive wife but he also has like an apartment for all his hoes and shit and he and then he's going back and forth between like trying to keep uh uh get a hold of this one guy who's trying to like um bring him more supplies for jewelry so he can get more money for set more bets and the movie literally ends with him putting like basically stolen money on a bet that he ends up winning but he eventually it just ends up being his downfall regardless because mm-hmm. he basically fucked with the wrong people and it ends up getting him killed and yeah. and like the, the way to ruin the movie spoiler alert <laughs> but it, but i mean it's been out for a minute i mean each has yeah. been around since 20, uh, 2001 but the thing is i kind of don't want even want to reveal the ending cuz the ending is a little bit confusing but and it's up for interpretation yeah after you told me it cuz uh, i actually did not finish the movie i have like 30 minutes left for it and mm-hmm. A lot of shit happens in those last thirty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it is interesting. It like the whole the the way the movie wraps up is interesting. And the thing is, if you're not paying attention to all the minute details, the ending yeah. might be confusing to you. Like, like I said, you need to watch this in bits. That way, you can think about it. Maybe go back and rewatch some parts. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, 
But I think I thought the acting was really good. I no, love I love I love the characters. Like yeah. the characters are interesting. Well, I mean, the acting is good to us, but maybe in Japan they're like this is shit acting. I don't know. I mean, yeah. some movies that come out of Japan. I mean, I'm I'm mainly just pointing at all the fucking like like anime live action adaptations they do. I'm just like Jesus yeah. Christ, this is bad. Like oh yeah. uh, god, uh, that fucking uh, Full Metal Alchemist that they did for Netflix, yeah. the live action one, where you see him hitting the green screen, but he's just hitting the air. Yeah. yeah. The oh, honestly, the biggest atrocity that I think that happens with live adaptations of like famous like animes or mangas, whatever, mm-hmm. is when they change the source material. Yeah. That is when. Fucking Netflix decided to make that Death Note series, and they completely spend it like they completely made their own version of it, yeah. not following what like the actual Death Note series was about. I was like, this is literally the worst creative decision they could have possibly made. It yeah. made the movie way worse, way worse than it possibly could have been. Yeah, and mainly because. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It doesn't make fucking sense. <laughs> Why would they do this? Like the whole point of Death Note, for anybody who doesn't know Death Note, it's basically about a guy who finds a book that he can write names into and whoever and he can essentially make them die. Yeah. And in the Netflix series, it's basically this guy, they make the character like a tortured soul kind of guy that nobody likes him and he's being bullied uh. and all this and shit, which is stupid. The original series is about a guy whose life is perfect yeah. and he, he basically everything and then he he finds this book and then he gets this insane power trip of mm-hmm. being able to like basically things like you know he has the power of taking somebody's life and nobody knows who the fuck is doing this yeah. but he does and no one would suspect him because he's like the model like well like, he's isn't he like a genius or something like that in this in, I, I i believe so I, it's, it's him and uh what's he's like a name? star he's a star athlete he's a fucking l yeah, L's he's a, l and then there's the other guy uh wasn't it like light or something like that yes something like that yeah the, the this is like the white hair yeah light l and then also yeah. um the fucking i forgot the dude's name it's been a minute yeah i haven't watched fucking death note since like it's what, been a while. I like, didn't rewatch it. That was a good one. It's, it is a good series. Yeah. It's a really good series. That and uh, uh, Gurren Lagann. Uh, I'm not sure what that is. Oh, you should watch it. It's good. You know what I've been wanting to rewatch? Mm. Black Lagoon. I've never seen it. I heard it's really good. <laughs> you know what? Uh, it's violent I, as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> have you ever watched uh, High School of the Dead? No, I haven't actually. <laughs> it's basically just like softcore hentai yeah, that's, yeah. I, I think that's what i've heard yeah like there's a part where he's like he he jumps down like to save one of the uh, one of the girls and he has a sniper rifle and he shoots it and there's other girls over there fighting with a kendo sword and she jumps through the air and the bullet passes between her swinging titties so they're like they're like and then the bullet just goes in between them it doesn't hit her and then shoots a zombie in the skull oh god yeah it's fucking it's dumb, but it's it's worth the watch because it's so <laughs> over the top with the sexual shit. Like the there's one of course it's one of those like hypersexual animes and one episode it's literally a bathhouse episode. It's like this is yeah. a zombie show. Like what the fuck are you doing? And yeah, they all have like a, a bath party and they're, you know, of course like barely covering up any of the parts to make it not X rated. And yeah, it's ridiculous. I, I recommend it though. It's pretty funny. Yeah. 
You know, I was thinking about this the other day, and I was like, you know what I'm really getting tired of? I'm tired of watching Pixar movies that always end up making me cry. I fucking hate it. I love it. Makes me feel feelings. I know. (laughs) That's how I know I'm still the other Because the other day... I was at my uh, I was at my mom's house What'd and you my, watch? my my mom will uh, huh? Would you watch Coco? Yep. Oh, my mom God. asked. She's like, I can't find Coco like on uh, on uh, on Netflix. I was like, Mom, you gotta get Disney Plus. I was like, yeah. I'll let you use my account. So I brought, brought up the account and we watched Coco in Espanol, right? Oh. Uh, which is equally it's actually yeah. the, the, it's actually really really uh, really good, but. Um, just the the grandma looks kind of like grandma. Yeah, uh, we were there for my, we were there for my, like my sister's birthday, whatever. Uh, so you know okay. we had food and stuff, and we were eating, we we're there talking. But eventually things start like winding down, and it's near the end of the movie, and mm-hmm. it's the part where he's like singing the song to his grandma, uh, and I'm like, I gotta go to the bathroom, like because like <laughs> and you're I, in the bathroom. You're just <laughs> <laughs> but like, but it's like, but the thing, and then I remember one day I forgot uh, I was at home. And I was like in my office, like working on some podcasting shit, you know, like get, yeah. getting like an upload ready or whatever. And then I come in the uh, I come in the room, and then Denise is watching um, Moana, and it's the scene where the, the where she's sailing away, and you see the stingray spirit like mm-hmm. fly because like obviously the grandmother has passed. And yeah. again, I'm just like, like <laughs> stop killing these grandmas! Like I fucking hate it! Like it fucking kills me! Oh, you love the maternal figure in your family? We're gonna fucking murder her. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Yeah. Fucking yeah. A lot of just Pixar movies. They know how to get you. Like I don't know if it's just a room of like therapists yeah. just talking about. I was like, okay, this is what everyone's feeling right now. They're feeling alone. They're feeling depressed. COVID just happened. We're making a movie about COVID. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> We're is you're gonna see. They're gonna make a movie about someone that's trapped in some sort of like area. Yeah. And they have to survive it for a couple months with someone else and it's going to be like a whole thing of like you know the person that you're close with you both have your flaws but you must come together to make it through it and it's going to be like pixar's done it again (laughs) pixar could really take anything and make it into like a fun film you know they took souls like your soul yeah and made it into a movie it was actually a really good movie yeah it was uh, that movie's actually it was very underrated i feel like it didn't get a lot of I don't, you know, it's actually really uh, funny. Um, I bought a Funko Pop of of um, one of the soul characters. Oh, really? It's this. It's the spirit of the cat. Oh, whatever, what? whatever. Like this switch spots, and you see the cat going up to heaven, like meow. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we we. I bought that Funko Pop, and I put it by um, Cosmo's urn, my cat. Oh. Yeah, because I just thought it was like, oh, this is really cute, and I was like, you know what? It's gonna. This would actually be a really cute little thing to have for why haven't you got a tattoo of them? huh uh just money really okay i just it's like uh usually i end up blowing a good chunk of money every time i get a tat and i then, saw i saw a cool idea for like a tattoo i kind of want to get it for uh got that yeah what they do is they take a like a picture of the top of their head mm, and yeah they get that pattern and you get a tattooed on you somewhere yeah yeah, yeah so i kind of want that uh the the th- but she'll never die, so I'll never. The other thing is, like, I, I, it's kind of, it's, it's also like one of the reasons why, like, you know, my brother has asked me multiple times, like, how come you haven't gotten like a, like, a memoriam tattoo of like my brother, you know, mm-hmm. like, and it, I have a hard time wanting to get in memoriam tattoos because it's kind of like. I don't know. Like, there's a lot of feelings behind it, and I'm not always sure if I want to commit to having that on my skin as a constant reminder. Yeah, it's like I loved that cat. I uh, loved my brother, 
and having something to remind the reminding me that they're gone on my skin it's kind of like a little like i don't know if i want to do that you know and it's also the thing of like i've always heard that like it's a little bit of like it's a little bit of an omen too to kind of do that to have like you know dead relatives names on you it's kind of like you're carrying them with you everywhere you go kind of thing and it i've always heard it's an omen too to get people who are still alive's names on you too oh yeah yeah well, also, like, uh, what's the other one? You're not supposed to get a tattoo that completely uh, encircles you. Uh. Or, like, so, like, the, like if you get a ring on your arm, mm-hmm. they say, like, leave it cracked. So that way, uh, because it doesn't, like, tether you to earth or something. So that mm-hmm. way you can pass it to the next life and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, Which I'm thinking about getting, like, an actual shackle on my fucking ankle. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm getting, I want to get the entire uh, uh, Dante's Inferno down my leg. Mm. So, and at the very end, it's going to be the shackle holding, you know, Lucifer to the, or the fucking Satan devil, whatever the fuck yeah. it was, to the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, I've been really wanting to go down the theme of, like, um, the ideas that I've been thinking a lot is, like, I mm-hmm. love getting, like, American traditional tattoo, but I've yeah. been wanting to get more American traditional thing, uh, tattoo styles, but of Mesoamerican stuff. I saw that too. Yeah. Yeah, that shit was fucking cool. I, I really like that style. And I mean, technically, my latest tattoo. Yeah, that one's cool as fuck. It's, a, it's, an, it's an ode to the Mexican flag. And of course, there's a, we did a few creative differences because um, uh, just because we wanted it to like really pop. Mm-hmm. The only main one, the the main thing is that we just changed the color of the snake. We made the snake black instead of brown because yeah. it would have blended into the eagle, and then it would just would have looked together. And plus, also, um, I wanted to get it because in American traditional tattoos, like you see gold, uh, like uh, bald eagles all yeah. the time, but golden eagles aren't really represented that often. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to represent like you know my culture a little bit so i wanted to do that instead and then the way he uh, my artist drew it up you know he really made it kind of like yeah it looks like, great it made it like flow together he even added like the little detail of like the the rocks down here like you know like the bottom like the dirt and the rocks oh, of, like, yeah. the, of the desert stuff and then um of course the the perkly pear cactus and stuff like i i really enjoy this tattoo and then you know um he's the same one that did my pinup yeah. And then the whole basis of the pinup was like, you know, a lot of people get pinup girls, but they're always white women. You don't mm-hmm. see Latina women represented enough. Yeah. And then I did that and then I added the cigarette to it, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. As like, just like, I mean, I, I just want, I just needed an excuse to cover up her tits because I was like, I wanted to put nipples on her, but Denise was like, no. And then I was like, your mother's going to fucking hate you. And I'm like, ah, I mean, my body, my choice. Yeah. Although I do want to add a little bit more uh, detail to it. I'm thinking about <laughs> just adding a little bit more yeah. outline to the smoke to make it kind of pop a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Cause like the gray kind of blends into my put the shadows skin. in it. Yeah. And then yeah. the rest of my tattoos are just kind of random. Yeah. Um, which I enjoy. Like I, I'm hoping that um, Hannah and I are both hoping that our uh, when we get our bonuses for the year, yeah, uh, they're pretty good. So we're just gonna go get a tattoo each. Yeah, that yeah. sounds like fun. So I need to find a tattoo artist. Also, uh, this is also just a little word of advice for people who want to get a tattoo but haven't yet. Just do it. Yeah. Don't even put thought behind it. Just get it done. <laughs> like, because the thing is, like, I. Well, I mean, don't get a swastika. So, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Don't do that. Like, I mean, <laughs> unless but, you're into it, you know. <laughs> but but. Like I, I've always hated people that are like, I, I just 
want to make sure it's good because it's per, it's permanent. It's like, yes, I understand that. But if you do your research, you look, make sure that the artist that you're hiring yeah. to do it, don't get some fucking, you know, dumbass you met online to do it. Like, don't go cheap. That's the dumbest thing you can go yeah. do. Don't just get it for the price. Get it because you want it and it's going to come out close to what you want. Yeah. And then like, if you go cheap, you run the risk of not, and not only it just sucking mm-hmm. of it fading, but also getting an infection. Yeah. Yeah. And also listen to your artist. Listen to mm-hmm. your artist because a lot of times artists will be, you'll be like, hey, I want this and I want it this size on this area. And most artists, some artists will just be like, okay, that sure, whatever, whatever you want. But some artists are smart enough to be like, hey, if we put this here because of the way it's sized, mm-hmm. it's probably not going to last. Yeah. I know one thing that's been really popular uh, in tattooing is like the micro needling, like where it's like very, very like tiny tattoos. Yeah, it's all gonna blend together eventually. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna it's gonna fade. And the, one of, one of the things that like uh, my artist has like been really good about telling me is like a lot of people love traditional tattoos because they age well and yeah. because they have thick outlines. You know, tattoos that don't have uh, good outlines tend to just kind of like fade yeah very You'll see the edges kind of like blur a little yeah yeah and then uh that's not always true uh some people are have really honed their technique to really like mm-hmm. do them good but the thing is you have to get a top tier artist you know you can't just go to any run of the mill like the dumbest thing you can do is just go to what's local to you look into who works there look at their portfolios and make sure that if if their art is up to par to what you want then yeah go yeah. for it but also let your artist know what you want. Don't let them just talk you into like the dumbest thing uh, thing you can do is if they draw you out an outline, they put it on your skin, mm-hmm. you go check it in the mirror and you're kind of like, I don't know if I'm sure about this. Yeah. If you're already having some kind of hesitancy about it, go ahead and just be like, no, I want this redrawn. I want it different. Yeah. Remember, you're a customer and they want to make sure that you get what you want. Yeah. The last thing you want is them to tattoo it on there, you end up hating it and then being like, "I don't like this." Yeah. Like and they're going to and you but, shitting on their on their on their shop. Like yeah. you can like get a shitty tattoo and then just bomb the fuck out of their uh reviews. Like uh the guy who I've gotten like my tattoos from, uh you know, he's a guy I've known for a very long time. You yeah. know, we went to school together. He became a tattoo artist uh, at a relatively young and I've seen him grow as an artist. So I yeah. already know what to expect from him, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, he's told me a few stories where like sometimes you get people that are set on what they want, right? Mm-hmm. And you will tell them like what a good example would be like he used to work at a shop and um uh in like the metro Atlanta area he had a, she had he had this girl come in and she was like hey there's this tattoo that i want it's like a little like pattern design and i want it like on my hand yeah and uh like my hand going to my knuckles whatever and he was like i can do this for you but i'm gonna tell you right now it's not gonna heal well it's gonna look bad because your skin on your hands mm-hmm. It's constantly dying and regrowing. Yeah. It's going to fade like a motherfucker. And she was like, no, I've done the research. It'll be fine. And he's like, I'm telling you, it's Mm -hmm. not going to like, I'm telling you right now, like I can do the tattoo. It's perfectly fine. Yeah. But it's going to end up looking bad over time. And she's like, no, I want it. I know what I'm talking about. 
I don't think you know what you're talking about. He's like, <laughs> like, okay, whatever. Okay, he did it. Two weeks later, mm-hmm. she comes back and she's like, yeah, this thing healed bad, uh, healed terribly. And he's like, yeah, I told you it would. Yeah, but you insisted, and she's like, "Well, I want my money back." And he's, and she was I like, been like, "I want my ink back." And he's like, "No, get out of here! Yeah. Like, like you're fucking stupid!" Like, I, like, and also, I know one thing. I, I've actually used this to my benefit before. Mm-hmm. Show up on time to your fucking appointment. Yeah, I one time I've like one time I was in town and I, I hit up that artist when he was when he was still working like in Gainesville yeah. where we're from right and uh, and I had called him up and he's like hey man you got any like spots open today I really want a tattoo don't really know what I want but I want something you know and he's like I was like just give me something out of the books you know and um, and he was like yeah sure I mean I have an appointment that's supposed to be here right now but. Like I think they they just they're just not showing up, right? Mm-hmm. And and I was like, well, I mean, I can be there like in five minutes. And he's like, well, if you can get down here in five minutes and they don't show up, I'll take you. Nice. And I showed up. They didn't show up. And he literally was like, all right, fuck it. And then he started drawing up the tattoo that I wanted, right? <laughs> and then uh, he's already like applying it to my skin and everything, you know. He's like, go check it out in the mirror, whatever. And then the fucking person whose appointment, um. I took mm-hmm. shows up and and she's just like, what the fuck? Like I had an appointment. And he's like, yeah, but you were supposed to be here like 30 minutes ago. Yeah. I can't wait on you. Mm-hmm. Like, this is like my livelihood. I need to make money. If you're not here at a set appointment, I have to go on. I have to move on. Mm-hmm. And she was pissed. I mean, and, that's and, how it is everywhere. Yeah. And then he, she was like out there like arguing with her boyfriend and shit. And I was just <laughs> like, I was like, uh, bro, are we going to have to like fucking fight these people or something? And he's just like, no, they'll go away eventually because, I mean, it's just how it is. Yeah. If you're not there. They're not going to wait on you. No. They might give you a courtesy call to be like, hey, are you, is this still well, going to be a thing? But they don't have to. Yeah, they don't yeah. have to. And the thing is, like. I mean, they could be like, oh, you're not here right at 930. It's 931. You missed your appointment. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a suck. <laughs> I love being a friend, uh, friends with a with a tattoo artist because like yeah. uh, you get to learn a lot about that world and some of the annoyances they have to deal with, right? And some things are super fucking funny. Like there's been times before where I had showed up out of the blue and I was just like, "You got time for a tat? Like to give me a tattoo?" And uh, he was like, "What do you want?" I was like, "You know me. I just want something like American traditional style. You know, mm-hmm. just like what do you got in the books?" And he's like, "Thank God." And I'm like, why? He's like, dude, oh god, dude. Today I feel like it's just been an onslaught of infinity symbols and ba- <laughs> and, and 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 fucking baby's feet. Like this is all I've been doing. Like, okay, uh, if you want that, that's perfectly fine. But like, yeah. but like, be fucking original about it. Yeah, I mean, I, there's only so much original shit that you can come up with. But at the same time, is like, remember, if you see a tattoo that you like. And you're hell bent on like I want the same thing, like you're 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 not like you're not really giving it like any uniqueness to it. You're literally like, I saw this online. I want the exact same thing. Yeah, and I I feel like personally, it's kind of like you're cutting corners on your own like creative like mindset. Like mm-hmm. you're just like, no, this looks cool on this person, so I want the same thing. Yeah. I'm like, 
come on, like, just, like try to change it up a little bit. Like, do, like try to add your own unique flair to it. Like I said, like a lot of my tattoos, they they don't always have meaning. Like, I mean, like, like I have like a, a tattoo that's a like an ode to like my old band. You know, yeah. like four of us got the same tattoo because like we're all in the same band together. It's kind of like you know we're doing this out of a sense of brotherhood and camaraderie, right? Um, uh, so yeah, there's three other people out there in the world that's got the same exact tattoo, but I mean, there's a reason behind that, you know? Yeah. And then I did this because I wanted to give a note to my culture and then this because I wanted to give representation to like, like a less represented like group. Mm -hmm. Um, and like the, 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 the concept of like, like pinup women, uh, yeah. pinup girls and stuff. And then this one literally was like a fucking $50 tattoo for a fundraiser. No, nice. Yeah, it was like one of I those. To, I wish we lived closer to areas that had um, like I know Atlanta is down the way. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a fucking drive still. And then you know, yeah, I don't want to fucking drive all the way to Atlanta. But there's a I follow this one tattoo artist on Instagram. I forgot what the name was, but they would do pop up tattoos mm -hmm. where you put your arm in a hole and they'll tattoo whatever they want on you for free. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, that's fucking cool. Like I would have an arm full of tattoos. Yeah. If I can do that shit. Yeah. 70% of my tattoos are just dicks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I know, like, me and my friends, we had the idea. It was three of us. And because we, since we all lived in different places, like, it was when I was living, like, in, in Houston. One of them was over here in Georgia. <laughs> One was in, uh, he was uh, the military guy, so he was always moving around. And the way we were able to spend some, like, you know, fucking bro time and hang out and talk, you know, like, you know, like, hey, how are you doing today? Like, how's your day? You got anything you want to get off your mind? You know, you know, doing what bros do and checking in on each other. Yeah. And mental health shit. We played Destiny, the first one. Mm -hmm. And we would just play the fuck out of it, do all the raids and fucking play multiplayer and shit like that. Just be a squad and everything. So we were all going to get the symbols of the classes that we played, but we were going to uh, get them like a cool, like fucking design on them. Mm -hmm. So I had the, I always played the Titan class. So I was going to get the Titan logo somewhere on me. My buddy played the Hunter. Another one played the Warlock. And we just had, we're going to do those on us somewhere. Nothing yeah. big, just like maybe like on yeah, like the inside of the arm or some shit like that. Yeah. But yeah, but then that didn't happen because other things happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where, like, I, I, I'm constantly being asked, like, why haven't I finished, like, my arm, you know? Because, I mean, my arm is pretty close to being finished. I just have, like, a few, like, like oh, a few spots that just need to be filled in, right? So you're not going to fill in the little spots? No, I am. Oh, okay. But what I'm saying is, like, get the bigger parts filled yeah, in. Yeah, and, yeah, then, yeah. and, like, why isn't it completely, like, cohesively finished? And it's just, like, like, I don't try to focus too much of my time into one thing. Yeah. I want to be doing other stuff, too. Yeah. And then the thing is, you like, if you want good tattoos, you need to invest money in them. Yeah. You, if you're not, if you're trying to get all your monies on the low, here's the thing. It, there's also a concept of paying for, uh, paying for quality and effort, you know? Mm -hmm. If you go to a tattoo shop and you're just fucking trying to lowball them the whole time, yeah. Eventually you'll reach an agree an, an agreement point, but they're also going to be like 
I don't I, care about this tattoo. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I'm going to put the minimal amount of effort. Yep. And it, I, I know some artists probably hold themselves to like a higher regard mm-hmm. to where they're like, I'm going to put like my all into every tattoo I do because I have a, rep, I have a <laughs> reputation to uphold, you know, yeah. but some people will not be like, Sway. They're like, I know what I offer, and I have a set amount. Like a good example would be like here in Gainesville, we have a my a um, mostly Latino run tattoo shop, and the guys who run this shop are mm-hmm. all award winning fucking artists. They they mo they they. Is all- that the one up behind the CBS? Yes, I and need. That's the place I was I was gonna try to check out for tattoos. They only do black and gray. They specialize mm. in it. Like the kind of shit that your dad likes, that's oh, yeah. what they So that's Joe House Tats. Yes. That's I mean, I wouldn't say J House, know. but you know that yeah, Chicano, the the Chicano yeah, yeah. style kind of stuff. They are shit, I can get one of those. They're fucking really talented artists, but their main guy, like like he has the background, the awards. Mm-hmm. Uh he is a guy who's legit as fuck and he is not cheap and he deserves that because he's put in the time and effort for it. Shit, I might as well just get Rodriguez across my chest then. Yeah, yeah. Shit, I might actually do that just right here. Uh-huh. That'd be fucking cool. Like do like the like kind of the neckline, but yeah. do it designed so it's like kind of like the Aztec uh, collar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. That'd be fucking cool. Did I ever tell you one of the ideas I had for a tattoo? Yeah, I was gonna get like a hand holding a chancla. <laughs> and it was gonna say "Te calmo, te calmo." Nah, I should do yeah, it. Yeah, the one that I'm still gonna get is um. Shit, I might talk to them, dude. No, because I, I kind of want color in it. Maybe I can see. Just so they just do black and whites? They don't do any color at all? There's one guy that does a little bit of color, but it's mostly like anime tattoos. I mean, maybe I can get him to do it. Because I want um, to get... it's uh, Like, fucking, I know like the main... Uh, what's the, it called? El, El Santo? Yeah. The fucking wrestler? Mm-hmm. And he's fucking uh, like... Uh, body slamming uh, another wrestler. Mm-hmm. But I I'm, I'm want to like kind of get the layout for it and do... Him body slamming death, mm. like the Grim Reaper, into the fucking ground. And Avrana is going to be like Invictus, uh, because that's one of my favorite poems. Uh, and just have that like somewhere on me. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll probably get it. Um, no, not on the arm. I don't even know where I fucking want it. Because Denise- it'll be a good size. <clears throat> Denise told me um, I should get a. Um, a tattoo of the uh, uh, the Dragon Slayer sword from Berserk, the, oh, yeah. the big massive sword that he has, nice. right? And I was like, that's a pretty cool idea. But the thing is, I also am like, like, there's some styles I don't know if I want to go down. Like, I, I I've always stuck to American traditional, and I, that's the ones I enjoy. Anime tats are really cool. Some people really do a fucking awesome job. Because my favorite anime tattoos are the ones where like they're they're manga panels, oh, like yeah. tattooed on you. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I would specific I for those I probably would only use that theme like on my legs or something to just kind of keep things separate a little bit, um, uh, at least keep it separate by style, you know. Because technically, I have a back tattoo that I want to get covered up. You have a back tattoo? Yeah, I've had a back tattoo. I didn't know that. Yeah, I got it like a long time ago. What is it? It's like two numbers, and it's like a ram's head, and it says "Stay Cold" on it. It's like a it's a reference to this fucking like thing that we did like after high school where we started like a crew of like a bunch of fucking dudes like like went to shows and just started fights with people. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> it was funny at the time. 
Why didn't you just get a jacket? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> just like everyone else, just get a, a fucking like jean jacket. Yeah, that 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 shit only, like lasted like a month, and then and then. <laughs> but the tattoo's still there. <laughs> yeah, because a, a bunch of my friends um, found like a more legitimate crew that they wanted to be a part of. Like, I'm not gonna get into that whole uh, fucking side of things, but. It, but 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 basically, when they told me that, I was just kind of like, all right, whatever. I still have the tattoo though. It looks yeah. it looks kind of cool. But I, but the thing is, it's just an outline, so it's kind of like I can get this covered oh, up anything. Yeah. And I'm think I I want to do something fucking big on my back. I just haven't really decided what. Like I know your brother did. Like didn't your brother get like a giant like ass like uh, like Aztec, Aztec warrior? warrior? Yeah, yeah, like with like a with a, a bunch of pyramids. Yeah, because before he he had two uh, Japanese symbols on his shoulders, mm-hmm. and it was. Uh, you know, I forgot what they said. I think it said like, uh, lady boy. <laughs> <laughs> but, I'm a lady boy. Lady boy. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> Does he listen to this shit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, I forgot what they meant, but he covered them up. Mm. So, yeah. <laughs> it said sucky, sucky. <laughs> no, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna laugh when he fucking text or text me and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> but um no yeah, like I wanna get a back tattoo. I don't know what though. I always thought that was funny when people get fucking kanji and they don't even know what it says. Yeah. Like, if it even says it correctly. I think that happened rec- didn't that happen um with fucking um what that happened with? Um oh yeah. People had noticed that Ariana Grande had a tattoo on her hand. And it was supposed to mean like something like what is no talent. No, it was it was supposed to say, it was supposed to say something, but they got one of the kanji wrong. wrong. So instead of it saying like, oh God, I might have to look it up because I know like the um, I know like the what she wanted and what she actually got. Like the comparison is really funny. I'll have to look it up. Um, the one thing i do want that i saw hannah sent it to me on tiktok and i kind of want to do it because i had this idea to put flowers on my um my chest uh going on to my shoulder and it's gonna be like a flower for like all the women in my life um so it's gonna be like hannah and all my exes no i'm kidding (laughs) it's gonna be like my grandma my mom um my sisters niece all that stuff um but it was uh, like the mexican embroidery (laughs) What? So she got a tattoo. Okay, she so she got a Japanese kanji tattoo that was supposed to say seven rings for her album that she released called Seven Rings, right? But it really? was but the but the they got they got the kanji wrong, so instead of saying seven rings, it said barbecue grill. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when those like shitty texts that people send that autocorrect is like, what's that baby gorilla? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I would have kept it. I was yeah. like barbecue grill, dude. <laughs> what does that mean? It means strength. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, yeah. It's just the the whole the whole Japanese lettering, the kanji, and everything. That was like early two thousands. Like from there, that's I think where it got like big traction. I love that meme of like people. Where they 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 took a bunch of photos of like shirtless Japanese men, but they put like Comic Sans lettering on them that just says like water. Oh like, yes, <laughs> and they're like it means strength. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, 
I wonder if anyone in the world. No, they do. There was a there's a whole like a uh, like slideshow I saw. It was uh, people like from like India and shit like that that got English words tattooed on them, mm-hmm. and they're just completely fucking misspelled. <laughs> My favorite is like seeing like bootleg like not boot. Uh, well, t- I guess technically it is bootleg, but like the Chinese market that sells like a uh, merchandise and it doesn't make any fucking sense. Like my favorite is that one where it's like, um, it's like a backpack and it's got Tweety Bird and it just says Obama on yeah. it. Like <laughs> my favorite is the, it's, it's, they went through the trouble to package this toy. Uh, it's the Avengers and it's, you know, it's Captain America front, there's Spider-Man and then Batman's there and then Shrek and then Optimus Prime. And it's just like, that's the Avengers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to buy it, like, just to have it. <laughs> Some of those are funny, and I, I think they would be great just to have as, like, collector items. Mm-hmm. Just because I, I th- I th- I've always thought that shit was funny. Yeah. I like uh, when we were going to Mexico, uh, you buy all the bootleg, like, toys down there. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember it was, like, the really shitty, like, one-piece mold uh, wrestling toys. They have like these jagged ass hands and heads that will cut your fucking hands. And then they give you like, the, they make the rings and it's just like a piece of wood on stilts. And then there's like four little dowels and they literally just stretch rubber bands around it to make the ring. Mm-hmm. And you could just be playing with that shit. Oh God, I fucking loved it. I love that one where this guy had posted this video and he's like, I bought a bootleg version of Avengers Endgame. And it's the scene where they, where he's like, Avengers assemble and they all charge. Oh, but yeah. Then, but it cuts away and it's like a, a picture of a bunch of soldiers running into war. And then it, um, it shows Jack Sparrow. Yeah, it shows Jack Sparrow. Yeah. And then it shows uh, it, um, Terminator. It, it shows like TIE fighters and, yeah. the, and then the Batmobile. Yeah, it was like with um, what's it what's it called um, like the from the Tim Burton movie yeah, where he like fucking thumbs up, <laughs> <laughs> and then on the enemy side you see like Abomination who wasn't even in that movie, yeah. and then you see a bunch of orcs from Lord of the Rings yeah, like Decepticons. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I love all that stupid shit. The there. nature of bootleg movies are so fucking funny to yeah. me. This movie actually felt bootleggy to me because with all the cuts, it felt like, oh, we we won't get in trouble if we cut out some parts of the movie. You're talking about you talking about Ichi? Yeah, yeah, the movie that this episode's about. Yes, but it's also the movie's very old. Like, there, like uh, there's some parts where I was like, it's 2001. I know, it's fucking dude, 2001. Yeah, that's we 21 f- years ago. Yeah, I know. I was in fifth grade. <laughs> that's old as fuck. <laughs> That's old as shit, dog. 9-11, never forget. That's only two years away from the 90s. Oh, before I forget. Tiananmen Square. <laughs> You're just going to keep doing that? Yeah. What if that was the reason why our our fucking episodes <laughs> are getting traction? You just keep fucking up the algorithm. We're not hitting the Chinese market, you know? <laughs> we'll never hit the Chinese market. <laughs> we're going think- to have a bootleg uh, night funk. <laughs> bootleg night funk? It's called like uh, like right funk, or, right funk or something like that. Huh? It's funk, but spelled with like P H O N K. And then the host is uh, Shrek. What? Yeah, because <laughs> they always have Shrek in the shit. <laughs> like in a lot of bootleg stuff, they go like, "All right, what's hitting right now in America? Shrek," because everyone's fucking <laughs> memeing it. We'll put Shrek in everything. Dude, you know what I actually wanted to go to? Did you ever see the fucking uh, Shrek rave that goes on tour? Oh yeah, it's like called like uh, 
like Shrek Swamp or some shit yeah. like that. They also have another one called Bikini Bottom Rave, where it's mm-hmm. all SpongeBob theme rave music, yeah. <laughs> and people just go up dressed as SpongeBob characters. Like I think all that shit is funny. Yeah, I've been to a, like I've been to like one rave before. I went to it um, earlier this year. Um, because we went up to, um, the Momocon, the Momocon thing. Yeah. And one of our friends was like, Hey, there's like a fucking rave going down, uh, going down, um, in town. Do you want to go to it? So, so we went to it. Like a fucking rolling right now, man. Oh, Denise was super excited. Like she got like a nice cute little outfit. She put glitter on her face. We mm-hmm. showed up and she was like, it's full of a bunch of sweaty drug addicts. Let's leave. <laughs> and we left. <laughs> we were, we literally were at this rave for like 40 minutes. I grabbed one drink and then the thing about these fucking raves mm-hmm. that I didn't realize is that, oh, we're not going to stop letting people come in when we hit capacity. We're just going to keep fucking squeezing them yeah. in there. And I was like, yo, this is this not. This is how we all die. And then also, it's kind of the thing of like where, you know, I, you notice that the majority of the people here are like high school kids mm-hmm. not high school kids but like kids that are like 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 freshmen to like sophomore college kids mm-hmm. so you're just kind of like yeah i feel like an old fucking man out of water here so i'm mm-hmm. just gonna get the fuck out of here and also there was like tons like you you're also walking out and you see like a few kids like helping other like people who are obviously fucking almost ODing on God knows what the fuck they took yeah. and i'm just like this is not my vibe at no. all and this is the thing i don't like I'm not a big fan of like EDM and raves and all that shit like that. Cause that it's just like, it's become such a, like a, Oh, if you go, you got to pop this. It's like, no, just enjoy the music. If you can. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a, there's, there's, it's fun to do drugs, but it's not required for fun. Weed is great. Yeah. But I'm not going to go over there and do fucking like, Hey, take this random pill. I'm about to put in your mouth. No, fuck you. You take it. (laughs) Yeah, you go ahead and fucking sweat your brain out of your pores and die. Like, that's fucking ridiculous. Well, dude, you don't want to, like, take some mushrooms and go watch a horror movie? I'd rather watch. Uh, yeah, I'd do mushrooms. <laughs> I'll do natural, natural stuff. Mushrooms, yeah. uh, weed, stuff like that. I've actually really have been interested on seeing, because um, uh, uh, apparently uh, some states are trying to uh, do recreational psilocybin, like, yeah, uh, Colorado just did. Yeah, they're doing like it's like a it's a, but it's it's regulated in the sense like you have to go to a place you're going to be monitored the whole time and then it's supposed to help. It's a it's a it's a form of therapy now. Yeah, because what they're saying what they're discovering is like psilocybin use has shown great results in people like finding a way to like um um finding a great way of like treating their depression and anxiety issues and then also. Uh, Welcome to the Joe Rogan podcast. And, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about psilocybin. <laughs> Can we go in one podcast without bringing up fucking Joe Rogan's hey, name? <laughs> That's how we get the hits, bro. <laughs> you leave St. Rogan's name out of your mouth. St. Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, watch the movie. You know, I just remembered. You know, I just remembered. We never got a follow up from that guy who had that DMT story. Oh yeah, that's right. What was his name? Fucking Mario. I don't. Yeah, like we met him at Tipsy, and then he just never like kind of like responded back. Like this. Asshole. Hey Mario, if you're listening, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, you always a story, dog. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. He probably got shy. 
Gabaku. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one thing you'll learn about like podcasting is like yeah. you'll bring people into this and they are always like if you, they're not used to hearing their own voice like through the headphones yeah, yeah, yeah. or they're not used to just like talking um like while like being recorded they 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 freeze up a little bit and mm. like i learned that the hard way when i was first getting uh like trying to get podcasting the, before i like be, uh made you like my like like co-host on this whole thing you know mm -hmm. i had a bunch of different friends come in to try yeah. like the record some stuff with me and some of them did pretty well like i know like the like the first and second episode with like my with my high school friends they did a great job as far as like like keeping the conversation going but some of my friends i was like uh so what you've been up to lately and he's like, yeah, I don't what are we talking about again? Like, yeah. I was like, oh God, come on, man. Don't, don't get nervous on the mic. It's because they get weirded out. They yeah. get weirded out of like, what are we doing right now? And it's like, We're talking. Yeah. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. Dude. I think Every single person I've told those in the podcast, I'm like, eh, hey, start at episode four. Huh? <laughs> I'm like, start on episode four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the first three are are very like yeah. old. Like, yeah. I mean, that, that was like, when you and me started recording, I had already had this equipment for like a year and a half. Yeah. And and the thing is, I had recorded probably like 10 podcasts and only three of those I ended up posting. Mm -hmm. And those were like the best of like what I had. Three was the best? Huh? Episode three was one of the best? No, three is the worst. Yeah. <laughs> but I posted it because my buddy was like, oh, just post it, dude. I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm like, dude, mm. I don't know. He was going to be my original partner and all yeah, this. Like, my buddy, Michael. And the thing was like. Get fucked, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 I love this dude. I really do. He's fuck, He's an awesome dude. But the, the problem is, is like he doesn't know when to shut up like like i i know i'm bad about interrupting yeah. and stuff like that because like just like the way i think and the way i like put shit together in my brain mm -hmm. but for him it's kind of like bro where are you going with this like like <laughs> like this is not like 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 we were going a b c and you went straight to q i'm yeah. like yo chill like you anon <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna uh, be talking about conspiracies very soon oh yeah that's right yeah yeah, I haven't gathered anything yet. I've kind of been lacking on the on the uh, fucking um. Because we've been busy. Yeah, we have adults. Yeah, uh, technically this is a movie review. We've talked about movie for about a solid forty minutes. I then, mean, that's a good. I mean, because we don't want to spoil too much of it. If you want to watch, like, this is one of those movies you need to go watch. Yeah, it's it's not because like it's like oh this movie will change the way you look at the world. It's like no, it's just one of those interesting movies. It's pretty fucked up. But you should watch it because it's one of those movies you can watch. It's, if you want to, it's a good movie. If you want to look, if you want to watch a movie that took some really interesting creative chances in cinema photography, yeah. give it a shot. It's kind of like, you know, like some movies transcend time because of like the impactfulness of it. Yeah. And even though the movie not might be like the best movie, it did try stuff differently that inspired other people to uh, make some creative um, like um, changes to like their style and their, and like the way that they decided to like um, film movies, you know? Yeah. Cause like, I know like when you watch a Quentin Tarantino movie, you know, it's quintessential. Like that's Tarantino. You can tell right yeah. off the bat. It's and the it, music, the way it's shot. Yeah. There's always a fucking looking down into the trunk scene. Yeah. But when you. Uh, but feet. But if you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is one weird thing that people he always bring up. He has a foot fetish. Like he, it, he's, it's a thing. He has a foot fetish. He's never admitted it. In no, he has. He has? Yeah. When? A like I, It was like some interview or some shit like that. Where he was like, I love feet. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. 
Huh. We'll have to look it up because then we're going to get sued by Quentin Tarantino. He's going to come and poke us with his fucking chin. No, he's just going to call his feet. <laughs> Officer, I want his feet. <laughs> what? I want his feet pics now on my table. <laughs> I'm going to make you a star. <laughs> Give me more photos of Spider-Man's feet. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see that ass clap. That's a new skit idea. Uh, uh, James Jonah. Jonah uh, James. Uh, Jonah. What's it? James what's Jonah it? James and whatever the uh, fuck his name is. He just wants pictures of like Spider Spider Man's booty or something like that. He's just Spider Man's feet. <laughs> He's like, I want more feet pics. <laughs> They're like, why, sir? What? what the, but why? He's like, He's a menace. <laughs> <laughs> I need to take this menace home. <laughs> like it's the scene from like us. Um, it's like the scene from like Spider-Man three. Remember where they put, they put him in the Spider-Man suit and he's acting like Spider-Man yeah. instead of that. It's just him sniffing the feet of like the costume. Like, <laughs> I can tell he was young. That's fucking gross. <laughs> or even tell he smells it. Oh, he's old. Ew. <laughs> Yeah, fucking. <laughs> what else? Uh, Ichi Killer. Um, there's funny CGI in it. Yeah. yeah oh, so the part where that. the where the pimp gets like sliced in half, and you mm-hmm. just see the like like the yeah. fuck. Like, uh, the, that shit was funny. Yeah, there was really bad CGI of the room being covered in blood. Yeah, but remember, all CGI in 2001 was bad. Not all. There were some movies that were pretty good before that. Like, uh, what's it called? Independence Day? Uh, yeah. That had practical effects and CGI. Yeah. And it was pretty good. Yeah. So, the fuck? Well, also, they had a massive budget, I think. Yeah. I know CGI ruined a lot of fucking franchises. Oh, I mean, yeah. a lot of people... I mean, that's what people say. Why the... um, Like, the... the uh, the first three episodes of Star Wars are so bad is because they stepped away from practical effects. They kind of they on episode one, they still use some practical effects, but they did use a lot of CGI. Like uh, what's his face, uh, Sebulba was uh, he could have been practical effects. That would have been mm-hmm. fucking great. Uh, what's his name, Greedo? Mm-hmm. Not Greedo. Yeah, Greedo, the fucking fly dude, the the space Jew. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I no all of it, he so many racial things in that fucking movie, dude. Like he was like, uh, you know, all this other fucking shit. He sounded like a lot of Jewish people come out. I was like, why do you have to make this guy the Jewish guy? But yeah, <laughs> watch the movie again and listen to him talking. You'd be like, yep, bagels, gefilte fish. Ah, yes, gefilte fish. But um. We're going to get fucking canceled by the... Uh, it's going to be Kanye all over again. Yeah, the Jewish Alliance. <laughs> There's yeah. a funny clip that people were sharing. It was like a, it was like this uh, street interview with Kanye where he's like, we're not going to talk about the media of, 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 you know, these, of the people that obviously are getting me in trouble. And then, uh, and he's like, and we're not going to talk about like this uh the doctor who prescribed me this and that because obviously he's a person that's going to get me in trouble and then he crosses his arm and then he goes he was a jewish doctor <laughs> <laughs> jesus he uh, just can't help himself dude. yeah yeah 
God. The man is truly unhinged. Yeah, he is. I'm going to be really interested to see if he can bounce back from this, which I don't think he's going to be able to. Dude, I seriously think like he's going to just end it. I don't think so. I feel like he's rooted enough in his own like belief system where he's not going to give up. Because the thing is... Well, he, I think he's... If he gets a little too far... far, far a little more, a little bit more further into this like hysteria and all that shit that he's going through with his bipolarism and everything. I think he's going to get to the point where he's like, "You can't kill me, I'm God," and you know he fucking accidentally kills himself. I mean, the the thing is, like, yeah, he's lost a lot of fucking money on this whole outburst thing that he did, but he still has a fuckload of money. Yeah, you know, like like people are like, "Oh, he's he went from a billion to only being worth like four hundred million. Four hundred million is still four hundred million. Oh no, <laughs> I'll guess I'll go buy a house that's you know not worth a million dollars. Like you know, just a regular fucking. I just that's the whole thing. I get it. Like yeah, I live extravagantly and all this bullshit, but mm-hmm. I'm not gonna buy a twenty million dollar house if ever I get like for some reason if I ever like get millions and billions of dollars. What's the point of buying a big ass house like that? Mm-hmm. Like, I guess it's great if there's COVID. <laughs> that was a funny thing about COVID. I when, think it's uh, just the I, well, uh, a lot of all t- the actors they have like the fucking mansions and shit, mm. and they were all talking about like we're in this together. It's like, bitch, you're not in this together. You got a basketball court, a theater, a swimming pool, a fucking racetrack to race your million dollar cars. Yeah, it's like we're not in this together. That's one of the reasons <laughs> why I I kind of like really love. Um, Mr. Beast because he's made an immense amount of wealth mm-hmm. and he just has like a normal house. He's got like one or two cars that nothing super fancy. He bought his yeah. mom a house and then he invests all his money into food pantries to, yeah. to different donations. He's always giving shit away. I mean, he, he, he's, he's, he's put so much money back into the community and yeah. people. And, uh, it makes sense of like, you don't need to live an extravagant life because he's explained to himself. He's like, I don't need that. Like I like, I literally came from nothing, and then I built my I I built myself up to be somebody. But I don't like I didn't have this stuff before, and I don't need it now. Yeah, I just need enough to get by. Like, why would you want any more than what like than just like? I've always told myself, and I I remember I had this conversation with like um with my roommate because I was like, you know what I you know what the best feeling in the world is is never having to worry that you don't have enough money for food. That's the best feeling in the world. Mm -hmm. Like whenever you're like, I want a snack right now and you don't have to check your bank account. Mm -hmm. That is to me, that is like more than enough. Yeah. Because there's nothing worse than being like, fuck, like I really have to drag out these next few weeks, you know? And, uh, I, I don't necessarily go through that by necessity anymore. I just do it just out of like trying to discipline myself to save money as much yeah. as possible. Cause it's, it's, it's good to save your money. Yeah. Like there's a lot of shit that you don't need to spend your money on. Like, yes, I've bought in myself a lot of stuff. Like obviously like, like our, our equipment was like pricey, but I mean, this mm-hmm. was like a, a, something done through time and effort, yeah, you and know, it's not something that you just have sitting in the corner of your room because you bought it. It was cool. Yeah. Then you just never use it again. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. That's the thing. Like I just like, so there's people out there that buy like all this fancy shit. Like, um, like what is it? I saw this little, it was like a comic strip talking like this guy. He's, um, he's an artist and he's working like in his office 
It's like he's, he's not even in an office. It's like in his bedroom. He just set up a little desk and he's drawing and drawing like just right there, just doing the stuff like that. And then it shows like this other guy and he's like, you know, he's like, I want to be an artist. So he moves to like the big city and gets like a fancy studio apartment, buys all like yeah. the fucking drawing boards and all the high end like uh, art stuff. And then the next one is just him having people over and they're all drinking and the stuff is still brand new. Sitting yeah. There. It's like you, you don't have to spend all this money to do what you want to do. Yeah. Like you can get by with what you can get by with. Yeah. It's nice to have really nice things and eventually, yeah, get yourself those nice things to help you out. Yeah. But don't, you don't have to like jump into it with like all the bells and whistles. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've always told myself, like if we can pull money out of this endeavor mm-hmm. i'm just gonna put it back into it yeah like that's all i want to do like if i could have its own space and its own studio and with all like the nice things that you could possibly have for it mm-hmm. that's all i need and obviously to where you can just make enough to get by yeah like that's all i've ever cared about is just being able to find something you're passionate about and making that like your livelihood mm-hmm. because the thing is i I've lived long enough to understand that, like, if you have to do what you do in order to get by, it's worth it. But if you're able to do something you truly love, that I mean, that make uh, and get by doing that, that yeah. is far better. And it's obviously like anybody's goal. Like, obviously, it takes time and it takes effort, and yeah. I'm willing to put in that time and effort for it. But it, it's it's also one of those things of like, why would you need anything more? If you're if if your livelihood is literally something that you're enjoying yeah. the whole time through, then it's like one of those things like yeah, it's like that old saying of like uh if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life kind of mm-hmm. thing. Like that should be the goal for everybody. Like yeah. go find something that you're passionate about, that you enjoy doing, and pursue it. Pursue it with 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 obsession but also not to the point that you break yourself mm-hmm. and then if you can turn that thing into something that can provide and not put you in a place of like you know i guess disparity whether it's like financial disparity mental disparity whatever um you know just you know whole hog that shit like just fucking yeah. go for it like just do it you know because i i i've met tons of people throughout my life that are people that are you know who love music who love um movies you know and they they want to pursue these things but they don't even try and i feel like if you try if you at least try to do it yeah. i feel like you'll it's it's better to it's better to fail trying than to never try at all. Yeah. Do what, uh, uh, to kind of put a cap on this, uh, wise words from Yoda do or do not. There is no try. Yeah. 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 So get on it. Yeah. Get on it. Whatever you, whatever you have in mind, whatever it is that you want to accomplish, you have to take this, uh, you have to take the necessary steps to get to your goal. Yep. And, uh, what's the, What's what's the other thing I was gonna say? Um, also subscribe to our uh, Hustlers Academy uh, <laughs> for for five hundred dollars a month. <laughs> yeah. 
We'll give you the tips and tricks to be the baddest hustlers in town. It's just uh, what's his face? Donald Trump's uh, art of the deal. Yeah, with his face scratched out in pictures of us on. There. Also, we're announcing a night fun crypto uh, invest now. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh God, dude! The people. Stupid. God, I yeah, fucking hate that people do. I know recently that happened to that one streamer, the um, I Show Speed guy. He was trying to like promote this fucking sketchy ass crypto and uh, people, he forgot to mute the mic and they're like, I don't think they're fucking buying this shit. And it's like, no, just keep going with it. He's like, yep, dude, they're scamming spam in the chat and shit. And he's like, no, don't worry about it. Just keep going for it. And then they go back to the stream and then obviously the whole fucking like chat yeah. is like your shit wasn't unmuted. And then. He, he obviously apologized about it, but the thing also, the uh, uh, one thing that people wanted to highlight is like, more than likely he got convinced to do something that he didn't know that he was getting involved with. Because mm. I show speed's like 17 years old. But still, it's... Mm. Yeah, he's a seven-year-old kid. You're going to make dumb decisions like that all the time. Especially when you're that, imagine when you're, imagine you're 17 years old, like 17 year old you, and you have masked an audience of over a million people. Yeah. And then you're, you're constantly having people hit you up about like, Hey, check this out. Check this out. This could like fucking like help you out with this, or you can make you money. And this could like, like eventually you're, something's going to peek through the cracks and you're going to be like, ah, oh, fuck, I shouldn't have done that. You know? Well, yeah. Duh. Especially but when you're 17. Crypto. Nah, fuck that. I yeah. did. I do have one crypto mm. and like. It's trash right now. <laughs> like, I'm just watching. Like, I just threw in, like, what was it? Like, 30 bucks into Wait, it? Isn't, like, all crypto crashing right now? Yeah, pretty much. It's it's, it's fake money. It was, a fad. it was a fad. It was a fad yeah. that people were taking advantage of, and it just didn't work I out. I mean, they're saying, like, the, the people, the, the crypto that I follow, they're like, in 2024, that's when it's really going to take off, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> Oh, I'm I'm not doing it. It, it. it was just thirty extra bucks I had that I was just like, well, I don't need it for anything. Yeah, and you know, I made sure I was like, all my bills are paid. I already put money into savings. It's just extra money. Fuck it. I put it in there, and I'm like, I'm not gonna touch it because right now it's worth nothing. <laughs> Have you made any money off of crypto? No, I've lost money. Oh. <laughs> well, not like it, it, from that thirty dollars. It's down to like, I think like eighteen dollars. <laughs> Yeah. So it's devalued so much. And then like I'm just leaving it there because I'm like, eh, we'll see what happens. I'm not doing anything with it. I actually whatever. made money off of crypto. Oh yeah? Yeah. Nice. Uh I made money off a of Dogecoin. Oh god. It's funny because when people were talking about it, they're like, Oh dude, this shit's gonna spike. And I was looking at it, and at the time they were like I was looking at like the like where like eventually uh yeah. where at one point it was like less than a fucking cent, right? Mm -hmm. And then people were talking about like, oh no, it's it's fucking going up. And I had noticed people were posting like it's gone up to five cents. And I'm like, okay, so maybe it is gonna go up a little bit. Mm -hmm. And people were saying like it's gonna go up to a dollar. Invest now, right? And then I I had I had bought a hundred shares of Dogecoin, a hundred dollars worth, right? Yeah. When it was at seven cents, and I sold it. I sold it whenever it hit fifty cents. Around like four, no, it was like forty something cents, right? Mm -hmm. I ended up make I turned my one hundred dollar investment into like five to six hundred bucks. Nice. And uh, the reason why is because a friend of mine was like, "Dude, here's the thing: when it's going up, is when you need to buy. But whenever you start noticing that like it's reached like a full like you you sell when it's at its hype. Don't sell when people are telling you to hold on. Just fucking get rid of it." 
Yeah. And I was like, okay, that seems like a smart thing to do. And that's exactly what I did. And then I was like, yeah. And then after that, I just started declining like hell. Dude, I felt so fucking bad for some people. I yeah. literally had a coworker where like he had he had started buying when it was at like 14 or 15 cents. Mm-hmm. He he bought like a grand like a a grand worth of that money. That's where I'm like, I don't have sympathy for people like that. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, like me, I just put 30 bucks. You, you put in a hundred. Okay. All right. You had the extra money, whatever. But if you're dropping grand upon grand on this fucking shit, like to me, I'm like, okay, we're not fucking stockbroker investor guys out here. We're just working class motherfuckers out here. Yeah. Why are you doing this? Because originally, whenever it was at seven cents, I was like, okay, I'm seeing, like, well, I noticed it was at five cents, right? And I saw yeah. that it was going up, right? And I was like, if anything, if I just put in like a hundred bucks and I just sell it when it's at like, at like, at 10 cents, yeah. I can still pull a profit off of this. That's literally what my plan was. But, this I is had, now Bitcoin podcast. Yeah, but I had given, <laughs> I gave it like a fucking week and it shot up to around like 40 or 50 cents and people were like, oh, it's going to go up to a dollar. I'm like, I kind of doubt it. So I'm just going to sell it. I just said like, fuck it. I might as well just get like, cause I was like, I put a hundred dollars in. I can literally get like, like five or 600 bucks right now. I would much rather just take that right now instead of like run the risk. I wonder, cause you know, you can name like if you make the, if you find the, coin or whatever you mm-hmm. can, you name it whatever the fuck you want i guess yeah i want to do that and i want to name it uh t square coin the hell yeah and then once a lot of people invest in it because you know the chinese market they invest in a lot of uh coin <laughs> i already know <laughs> so, <laughs> so like once they buy it like i'm gonna like you know fraud the fuck out of the chinese government because you know they're into this crypto shit i'm just gonna like as soon as i see like somehow that most of the investments over there Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just going to crash it and rename it Tiananmen Square. <laughs> <laughs> and every single one of their phones is going to be like, your crypto is now called Tiananmen Square. And it's going to get shut the fuck down. Are we just going to have to make a whole episode about Tiananmen Square at this point? Yeah, it's just the whole episode is just saying things that will get uh, get censored in China. <laughs> like, you know, like workers' rights. We need the poo. Yeah. Um, women's rights. Anyone in rights. Human rights. Democracy. Hong Kong, <laughs> Taiwan. Oh uh, God, lady boy. <laughs> no, that's further down. Uh, <laughs> that's the the little tiny flaccid penis of of the Asian country right there. That's the hot zone, Thailand. <laughs> it is hot over there. Have you ever seen that video of that old dude? I mean, he's it's it's a TikTok, and oh my God, I was laughing so hard. It's mm-hmm. like he's like. If you have had a hard time with American women not liking you, loving you, treating you like a human being with any type of decency, go to the Philippines. And I was like, what the fuck? fuck? (laughs) And then it just ends right there. Like, that's the whole video. (laughs) That's funny. Oh, God. (sighs) Anyways. Oh, no, I have a friend that's half a tie. Yeah, I hope she doesn't listen to this episode. (laughs) She's gonna be at work. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, thank you again to uh, listening to another episode of the Night Funk. This was a loose 
uh, movie review. Go watch Ichi. <laughs> Go watch Ichi the Killer yeah. if you love fucking gory violence. And, and then, um, actually, hey, uh, what we could do is um, we'll circle back. We'll give people, you know, once this episode drops, give them a week. Mm-hmm. And then we'll post up on, because we now have a Discord. Yeah. And we'll post up a, a like a, tell us what you thought about the movie. Yeah. Yeah. That way we can get some crowd interaction with our few followers. Yeah. Um, for anybody that follows us on Instagram at the Night Fun Podcast, um, adding our description, we'll have a link tree in the link tree, um, which I'll update soon. We'll have yeah. our Discord on it. And then you can go and join that Discord. And then we'll have different um, little. I guess what uh, text chains that um, you yeah. can uh, join and basically give us suggestions for future episodes, ask us questions that we can answer in a later episode. Yeah. And then also and we'll have a general thread too. That yeah. We can just talk and shit. Yeah. And then of course, um, maybe uh, also put up like little polls or stuff like that, that yeah. we can like take or have people take and just get their opinions on different things that we might have in yeah. mind. Um, They'll be calling us. Yeah. Yeah. I have to block that. Yeah. I mean, well, we, we're still new to Discord yeah. a little bit because, again, we're too, we're too, like, like, we're okay with technology, but there's a yeah. lot of shit that we don't know. Because we're starting we, to get to the age, like, before we were fantastic with it. Now we're starting to get to the edge where, like, you know, we're turning into the parents from back in our day. We're like, fucking, no, where's the buttons and where's the thingamajigs? And, I don't even think it's yeah. that. It's just kind of like we're just not. We were just never in the circle for a lot of these like mass like social like stuff. Yeah, you know, because the thing is like I've like you and me are have always been, I guess like not huge on social media because we talk, I, we, we talk to our friends in real life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because the thing is like I, like I I remember I used to always have this discussion with my friends. It's like why would I post every little thing that I do on social media? Because if I meet up with my friends, what the fuck are we gonna talk about? Yeah. You're you've already seen my life through yeah. fucking Instagram. When we were younger, we did post a lot, but now as we got older, it's just like I kind of want my privacy. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like sometimes you you never want to run the risk of oversharing. There's nothing more fucking annoying than like. And this is a fucking like a straight like fuck you to anybody that is on my goddamn Facebook that wants to post every little fucking thing they do. Like, it, look, there's nothing cringier than seeing people's relationship problems unfold on Facebook. Oh, it's yeah. just fucking annoying and it's irritating. And then I get it. Sometimes people have bad days, but you venting on Facebook is not gonna change the way you see the world like you need to fucking you need some therapy yeah you, i do love the drama there's like a for like the like small town drama that happens mm-hmm. there's like some like crazy ass motherfucker that's uh that keeps messaging like the sheriff's office in uh Dahlonega. just all this ra- i'll have to show it to you one day um but it's just like it's all this random shit like like, I was texting you, you never answered me back, I asked this, and blah, blah, blah. It's incoherent, just bullshit the entire time. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I'll have to show it to you one day. That actually reminds me of this video. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's like a video of, like, the sheriff's department, and they're giving, like, a... They're giving, like, a PSA to, like, a group of hoodlums in their neighborhood, and they're saying, like... like uh, they're saying that like, oh, like you don't want to fuck with us. We're gonna come after you. Mm-hmm. And then like, um, it, it is fucking is it's fucking hysterical. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna pull up the video and I want us to end with that because it's fucking hysterical to listen to. But um, it's basically this southern ass dude that's just like, making this PSA. Uh, like, 
<laughs> it's like um the name of the group is called like the gremlins or something he's just like this goes out to the gremlins and he's like i know you think god boys are tough but i've i've uh i've met way uh let's just post it up on the instagram instagram yeah let's do a link to it uh i guess it's because it's not that long that's fine I know, but I just want to... Oh, come on, I want to end it with the f- fucking thing. All right, we'll fucking find it. Come on. Okay, okay, okay. I'll start dropping this shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, follow us on Knife Up Podcast uh, or follow us individually. I am uh, also in the woods, and he is a handful of Pedro with two L's. Um, again, we'll drop the Discord on the link tree. Follow us, uh, you know, on Instagram, Spotify. Give us a like, review us, tell us we're shitty, but still give us five stars. We don't care. Um we're working on getting more episodes out. Uh, we kind of fell back on it. Uh, some stuff came up and that's about it. I mean, we're just, you know, we're fucking rocking and rolling doing this shit. Um, next episode. Uh, yeah, I'll leave it. I'll leave it a surprise. We'll probably post about it, but we'll let you, we'll let you figure it out. Okay. So, um, then the name of the video is captain Higgins target suspected gang members. Are you connected? Yeah. yeah, I'm connected. All right. I just got to pull the volume up. The Gremlin Street Gang is responsible for hundreds of violent crimes, murders, armed robberies, witness intimidation, burglaries, drug trafficking, extortion, and brutal beatings. We've arrested 10 of these thugs and have warrants on seven more. Every one of these animals is most definitely armed and dangerous. This is slightly Darren racist. Carter, <laughs> Aaron Carter, Travis Cooper, Cody Gidry, Jaron Diggs, Kirkland Demache, and Jonathan Landry. We have felony warrants for your arrest. You will be hunted. You will be tracked. <laughs> and if you raise your weapon to a man like me, we'll return fire with superior fire. Jesus. Darren Carter. You think men like these are afraid of an uneducated 125-pound punk like you that's never won a fair fight in your life and holds your gun sideways? Young man, I'll meet you on solid ground anytime, anywhere, light or heavy. Makes no difference to me. You won't walk away. Look at you. Men like us, son, we do dumbbell presses with weights bigger than you. And the convicts in jail, most of those men are good people who just found themselves crossed with the law. They're not evil, and they don't respect you or any punk like well, there you. There we go. They'll toss you around like a rag doll. I encourage every citizen watching this to look into your own heart and find the American courage that conquers all evil. I implore you to listen to this message and stand up. Take back your streets. Take back your country. Come forward with information about these heathens that have terrorized your community. And for those who would use this message as a way to create false racial division in our country, take a close look behind me. Standing next to every cop is a leader of our black community. This is not about race. It's about right versus wrong. (laughs) You sure? One last message to the gremlins. You don't like the things I've told you tonight? I got one thing to say. I'm easy to find. On behalf of the St. Landry Parish Sheriff's Office. The damn gremlins are everywhere. They keep eating after midnight and shit. <clears throat> so apparently after they posted this video, this was posted like six years ago <laughs> from the um, 
um, from like this local news um, channel. Yeah, they uh, all the um, people that they were looking for, they turned themselves in. Are you serious? Yeah, they were like, "Oh fuck this!" Like, <laughs> like they were not fucking around. Yeah, I mean, he called them out. It was like, like you know, hard or you know, heavy or light. I'll come at you. It's like, also, um, <laughs> I thought this was really funny. I found out later because I think somebody had like did a follow-up to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Captain Higgins from that um, sheriff's department, he's a senator now. Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> America. Woo! <laughs> Bye now. All right, you guys have a good one. <laughs>